Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go through a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today's subject we're going to be covering, covering the WoW news as of late. We're going to be going over 9.1, we're going to be going, going over the April Fool's patch notes, uh, loads of uh, like time stuff or like uh, subscriptions removed, uh, level 58 boost for TBC, etc. But as always, we're going to start off with the weekly stuff. So uh, this week, uh, you have a few things to look out for. Uh, Burning Crusade Time Walking is the first one. So we had this very recently, actually, like within the last couple of weeks, three weeks. So definitely make sure that you get into them BC dungeons. You can uh, grab a quest to do five time walking dungeons grab a piece of gear for an ult to gear them up. So definitely grab that quest and get into some time walking dungeons. The world boss for this week is in Ardenwild. It is a run a run on oh my god. Orana Monos. Arana Mona <laughs> The ever branching. Aranamonas? Aranamonos. I'm going with that. I'm going with Aranamonos. And uh, so, yeah, he gives 250 anima, potential conduits, potential gear. So definitely go and kill him throughout the week. You've got a week to do so until the next world boss. Mythics, the weekly affixes for this week are tyrannical. So bosses are a bit more chonkier as well as the minions that they summon. Uh, explosive, make sure you, uh, you know, pop these little zits. Otherwise, they will explode and they will wipe your dungeon group. Raging, make sure you help the tank out with either soothes or roots or pushbacks. Basically, don't let the tank get hit when the mobs are below 30% health because they hurt for 100% more damage. It's not good. And obviously, as it's still season one, it is pride. So every 20%, you get that pride proc and the damage to come with it when you kill the pride. So... Let's look into some of the news that has been happening around World of Warcraft recently. So something that has uh, kind of caught the eye of everyone is that purchase purchasable game time was removed from WoW. And obviously the subscriptions remain because WoW is always going to be a subscription-based game. But the game time removed, so you can't just buy game time, like buy 30 days of game time, buy 60 days or it was 30 days, 90 days, 180 days. So one, three, and six months. You have to buy the subscription and then cancel it. I mean, basically, these are the subscriptions that you have now are either one month, three months, or six months. You just do that, and then you just cancel the subscription immediately, I believe. So it's not too much of a difference. It's just that you've got to remember to cancel the subscription. But some people obviously liked it because they didn't... It's like, yeah, I've bought my time... I know that I've got this time. Don't need to cancel it at all. I can just, you know, do what I want. So, I mean, it's not too bad. Some people, obviously, it throws out of uh, whack their schedule and stuff. It's like, okay, I know when I'm buying game time. I know what I've got to do, etc. It's just that little extra thing that you've got to, you know, get used to. And uh, it is a bit annoying because it does allow the other option of just buying, like, a specific amount of time on the game rather than you know being subscribed and having to remember to unsubscribe if you don't have the financial uh stuff to back it up etc so it's an annoying little thing but it makes sense to just have a subscription base and not have these different 
sort of payments to get onto the game and play the game. Now, another thing for TBC, we're going for TBC now, a level 58 boosts. So there's one per account, and the price is obviously still going to be decided. Uh, one per account makes sense, because obviously otherwise people can just boost every single like level or every single class to 60 if they choose to do so with their money. But one boost means that you still have to play through the content and it still makes the content last a lot longer because every class level 60, you've only got 10 levels to do for every class. Whereas in Classic, you had to do 60 levels or 59 levels as you start off at level one. You had to do 59 levels for every class. So TUBC would have would be killed a lot quicker in that regard if you have, you know, people who've just bought level 58 boosts and stuff. So it makes sense, but we're still waiting out on a price for it. Uh, whether it will be one per account going into the future, we'll see. But I do believe that they'll stick with this. I don't see them backing down and being like, yeah, just buy as many as you want. I would imagine that the one per account is what's going to, you know, be set in stone here for the level 58 boosts. A couple hot fixes have gone up on the over the past week or two on 9.0.5 PTR, not PTR, like the live game, couple hot fixes. Uh, there's uh, nothing too major in this. The biggest things are that there is no soul ash cap now. So you can continuously grab as much soul ash as you want, stack it up, you know, build it up, just absolutely spend it all at once. Makes makes sense as having a soul ash cap doesn't really mean anything. Like people are obviously gonna like have I've got three legendaries myself, all max level or max item level. And uh, I would have thought in 9.1 these legendaries will go up in item level and you'll have to buy more gear and stuff. So, and I would have thought it costs a lot more soul ash to upgrade than what, say, people might have been able to acquire. Or acquire as in have uh, as a max sort of capacity within their bag. So it might be like it costs 5,000 soul ash to upgrade and have a 30 item levels, your legendary and you could only hold 8,000 or whatever. You'd only have 3,000 left, whereas if uh, you're still waiting for 9.1 and doing Torghast every week, you've missed out on about 10,000 Soul Ash over the course of, you know, however many weeks, four to eight weeks since 9.1 hasn't been released. And that can limit you to only one legendary upgrade until you get the amount of Soul Ash that you need to upgrade your other legendary. So... Again, it's just a nice little quality of life thing, the no soul ash cap. You've got something else that was uh, sort of overlooked, but you've got tank buffs. Now, there's one tank nerf, which is for Demon Hunter, obviously, because if you're looking at high-end play and uh, that kind of thing, it's very much a run from everything because it hurts, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, and Demon Hunters excel at mobility within the game. So they're giving tanks buffs to actually buff them and actually tank damage. So it's nothing too big. It's like 10% like passive damage reduction, stuff like that for paladins, etc. They It's nothing too major. And I think it will still come out with the demon hunters being on top 
for the tanking wise. But I definitely think that, you know, they're trying very slowly to bring tanks into line altogether, pretty much. So you can grab a tank of any role and bring it into a mythic dungeon or even at the higher ends, like the MDI mythic dungeon invitationals that uh, World of Warcraft, you know, host. So slowly but surely, they're going to keep an eye on it. And I would imagine like more buffs and nerfs will come out, you know, over the like coming months, etc. The biggest one, though, is um, the biggest news is the April Fool stuff. Now, obviously, everyone does the April Fool's things. Uh, Wowhead do a lot of them. Wowhead put up about four, I believe, videos uh, uh, giving us stuff that we would want. But it's not actually going to be in the game, which is very sad. They like made models out of these things. They made animations for it. And yeah, it, honestly, it was quality. Check out the Wowhead stuff for that. Uh, it was like a mount. It was a redeemed Sylvanas. It was a Lich King Pepe. And it was something else. I'm not quite sure. Oh, and um, Shalomorn, the sword, which is really cool. They gave them all animations. They made it look absolutely amazing. But it was obviously in April Fool's. But... WoW obviously put out patch notes for April Fools, and some of these are honestly great. Um, so I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over them all, and honestly, most of them are just hilarious. But any that need explaining, I'll obviously explain. But the patch notes read are like the patch notes that read are as follows. This is an early draft version. Please don't store this document on any public drives. Thank you. Obviously, yeah, it's uh, out in the public. <laughs> so, content. A new raid, the Winter Queen's Gambit. Come face-to-face -face with the Jailer's uh, lowliest servant, the Janitor, as he teaches you how to use the medley of... Um, tran oh, my God. Some of these words I just can't say, and it doesn't, like, you know, click in my head. Transplanner Spices... Um, I honestly, that word doesn't even sound right to me. Uh, to envision each raid encounter upside down on the ceiling in preparation for a gauntlet of successfully... Yeah, gauntlet of success... Excessively... Oh, my Lord. Again, it just didn't click. Older and more difficult enemies. Once you no longer need the janitor, move on and unadvisedly drinking ink inconceivably aged vinegar as you work your way towards the final boss and learn that you can only win if you share the effort with your friends. Let's play. New dungeon, a fungus. Brave the depths of the fungal network beneath Ardenwild with a group of five to ten players where one to two of the members of your group are... Excuse me. Are... What? A coasters? Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this 
is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Accuse, oh my lord. They're basically imposters, randomly selected to try and kill you. Communication is key when you don't know who to trust, and everyone sounds like they're lying all the time, especially when they don't speak up. Who's the... Uh, who's the imposter? Don't kick the wrong person. Obviously, this one is a hint to the popular sort of arcade game Among Us. Among Us became very popular several months ago. It was, it still is very good. I still obviously watch videos of it and stuff as well. It's a fun little family game where you get two people who are imposter and they go around killing all the crew members and you've got to figure out who the imposters are pretty much. Very good. Nice little uh, reference to it. Very good. A new profession, a sea shanty singing. A successful stage singer said, oh, this is going to be annoying because it's all just, you'll see. A successful stage singer said she'd savour some songs sung in a straightforward style. Simple solution, score the several significant schemes surrounding so many. Oh, my God. So, associates sans substance with satisfying strains of soulful sounds about sailing from sunrise to sunset. Seek and speak to your sea shanty sergeant in any sizable city to start. That was painful to read. It might have been painful to hear, but trying to read that and not sound crazy is something in itself. You obviously have a new profession again, which is called WandaVision, which is a reference to WandaVision, which just came out for Marvel, which is a new uh, uh, series on, is it Disney Plus or Netflix? One of the two. Um, developers know is, uh, while this is available to all classes, WandaVision will only really make sense uh, to you if you've seen and remember small details from most of our other content over the last 15 years. A study in empowering yourself, WandaVision gives you the ability to recast your spells and it allows you to steal someone else's best ability to use as your own. Starting in black and white and then later moving to colour, WandaVision causes everything that drops for you to always be, always have best in slot stats. Unfortunately, after some time, you have to come back to reality. There are rules in life uh, we can't, to rush aging just because it's convenient and we can't reverse death but what is loot if not rng preserving i mean it's pro again i haven't watched wandavision i probably will but if this is a nod to it which it is then i'm guessing it's kind of going over the story black and white i imagine the series starts off in black and white as it was sort of old uh or like been 1900s ish i believe that it's set so black and white obviously sort of hits that era a bit with the tvs and stuff and then moving into color um i suppose it's a great hint to wonder vision i just don't know it myself personally you have a new covenant definitely not drust uh the producer's note for this is that we need to come up with a final name for this that's all there is to the new covenant pretty good sounds good sounds very solid uh, new micro holidays. Now these are quite fun. So you got beach vacation to die for, spring ba- break in the Shadowlands. Nice micro holiday. 
You have International Popular Item Day, made up entirely for Social Media Day. It's one of them things that you just make up randomly on social media and it's just one of them, you know, special days. It's like low carb day or something, some shit like that. Uh, tell us you, uh, without telling us you something day. Uh, this is again something else on like social medias, TikTok and stuff where it's um, tell us that you're rich without actually telling me that you're rich, that kind of thing. Uh, day that no one dies for a whole day because everyone is super careful. No idea what this is referencing, but sounds like a good holiday. No one dies. Yep, yeah, fair enough. And uh, the last uh, micro-holiday, the micro-holiday that ends before you are... And that's it. That's uh, that's the holiday. Pretty good. Sounds really good. Uh, I really want to jump into that and want to give it a go. So now we're looking at some of the changes that they made to classes, covenants, and uh, zones, possibly. So... If you're looking at covenant changes, the wild hunt is now 115% more wild and needs to see a barber. I mean, makes sense. It's kind of like my hair right now. It's, yeah, getting out of control and I definitely need to see a barber. Uh, cedar corruption can now be planted in the Queen's Conservatory, you monster. Uh, cedar corruption is a warlock spell and it basically explodes when you do a certain amount of damage and it spreads to other mobs that got hit by the Seed of Corruption, so it's a nice AoE. But because it's a Warlock spell, Queen's Conservatory, it's not really the place to be planting, you know, that Seed of Corruption. Quarter Harvesters, now all that get started, uh, started choring an hour early, thanks to Daylight Savings Time, pitter-patter. So, you know, just working an hour earlier, because Daylight Savings Time is a bit of a ball ache sometimes. You lose an hour of sleep. It's not good. I swear to God, it's not good for you. Uh, they added a new drink served at the Ember Court, Jungle Juice. It is an amalgamation of the Venfir's finest served in solo cups, sure to knock you off your feet. Jungle Juice sounds interesting. Not too sure I want to know what's in it. Undying Army's total power has been reduced by 5% after they beat the Undying Navy in four of their last five matchups. I really don't know about this. I want to say it's a American football type thing. It's, you know, just, yeah, they've beaten them in their last four out of five. The stats aren't looking good for them, and they're not going to be that great and up for the uh, fight today. Plague Devisa Marileth has uh, been hard at work coming up with new Necrolord slime-based companions, such as Jellyfrog, Jelly Horse, Jelly Duck, and of course, Jelly Nathanos. Jelly Nathanos Blightcaller. I actually didn't read that one. That one's very good. So, uh, for the Necrolord Covenant, you can get a pet called the Jelly Cat. And uh, this Jelly Cat is loved by all. It was, a, it was originally put into the voting for the mount, the, you know, the Wandering Ancient. That could have been a Jelly Cat, but instead, the Wandering Ancient one... And the jelly cat became just a little companion. And uh, yeah, so this is a hint to the jelly cat. And uh, obviously everyone loving sort of the little jelly uh, companions. The Ascended have been forced to stop ascending and try falling through their own shimmering circles in the sky if they need that done so badly. Sheesh. This is a, this is a reference to the World Quest in Bastion. 
where they fling you up very high in the sky and you just got to fall through some rings. That's it. That's the world quest and it annoys me because they can literally just fly doing it themselves. It's one of them things and that's what it's referring to here. So the more... Venari now has several new levels of reputation for us to earn. Unconvinced, uneasy, inconclusive, sus and cool feelings. The sus one is hilarious. Obviously, that is another Among Us. It's a reference or phrase that came out with Among Us, pretty much. It's like you sound very sus. It's just very suspicious, you know. It's just suspicious but quick. You know, you're just very sus. My susses are these two people. So it's just one of them things. Cool feelings is quite funny because obviously, yeah, she's going to catch feelings for you if you help her out enough, I guess. The either Jalen now scales up to a new level of danger. Just die already. I would love this to honestly be in the game because that sounds hilarious. Like if you really push your luck in the more, it's just, yeah. I'm going to snap my fingers, I'm going to Thanos you, you're getting out of here, you've turned into dust, you're dead. So I would really actually like that in the game, and I think it would be hilarious. Uh, fixed a bug that allows some players to go white walker, white walker? White water rafting in the River of Souls. This was super insensitive, guys. <laughs> it's just a funny joke. Obviously, River of Souls, there is literally a River of Souls in the moor. And it's got loads of souls being dragged into it, dragged into, you know, the moor and the depths of, like, hell, as we all call it, in the Shadowlands. So, very good. Very good. So, looking at classes, more specifically. Uh, Death Knight, anti-magic shell, now comes in strawberry, caramel and sugar-free variants. Very nice. Very uh, nice variety there for the Death Knights. Defile uh, damage is doubled in one dungeon, making it de better it to use or to de-use in the other side. So obviously a little de other side reference there with the dungeon. New turn, the Winter Wilds, or Winter Wind, sorry. We still don't know uh, what it's about yet, but the guys who have been creating this talent for almost 10 years says uh, you have our formal written permission to imprison him on an island if it's not done by next summer. I mean, it, people might keep track of that and they might hold you to that, not going to lie. The forum certainly will, certainly will hold you to that. Uh, they fixed a bug where certain drink can, uh, drinks cancelled red thirst. Once again, red thirst cannot be quen quenched by any normal beverage. I'm really not too sure about this one. If anyone wants to let me know, please do. But this one kind of goes over me a bit. Now moving on to Demon Hunter. Night Fae and Kyrian Demon Hunters, who've been telling all their friends back on Azeroth that of course they went Venthyr or Necrolord, are now provided with some cosmetic items to help sell the story. So obviously if you're a Demon Hunter, you don't want to be Night Fae, you don't want to be Kyrian. You're probably looking to be Necrolord or Venthyr. You know, the edgy boys, that kind of stuff. It just suits the class a lot more, so it makes sense. The Slayer's uh, Fell Broken Shriek amount has been adjusted and now provides 50% less shrieking. Don't worry, it's still alarmingly shrieky. Good, I would like to hope so, considering, like, given its name. The Master of Glaive Talent now makes you 300% more smug towards anyone who has the audacity to come to you for help. I mean... 
I'm smug enough as it is on the game anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me if I play a Demon Hunter or not. Druids. Uh, Rake no longer smacks you in the face when you step on it, which is a really good buff. Um, I got hit by Rake a lot in my games, in my arena games, so I'm glad that they're taking this out of the game. It was really impeding my, uh, you know, my ranking up to Gladiator. Innovate has been innovated on, and it now emanates an imminent, intimate condensate to mitigate the desolate. This, ah, I hate patch notes for April Fools. To mitigate the desolate desiccant desiccant before you dehydrate. Two charges. I hated that. I hated saying that. That's worse than the sea shanty. New returning talent, Encroaching Vines. We really thought we completely removed this uh, last autumn, but it keeps coming back on that one sunny side of the wall. Obviously, it's not an actual talent. It's just complaining about, you know, Vines like going up the side of a wall and they just can't get rid of them. Very good. Mage, obviously, no changes needed because, yeah, people cry about Mage a lot. People really cry about Mage a lot with their barriers, with their polymorphs, their CC, etc. So no changes needed. That's a slap in the face by Blizzard there. Uh, for Monk, you've got Ring of Peace now ejects unwanted enemies 250% more violently to maintain peace so hard. Makes sense. It's a Ring of Peace. Get out. Get out of my ring. You know, personal space. I understand. Fixing an issue that could cause Earth, uh, Storm and Fire to not require any further fixing. Obviously, Earth, Storm and Fire has needed a lot of bug tuning and stuff. So there's a little hint to that. There's a little joke at that. Implementing a new size enhancement feature for no monks so that when they engage a torrent monk in a fight, everyone else in the battleground is less likely to stop and take a video that might go viral. Seeing a gnome against a torrent in any sort of circumstance is hilarious and I have just stood there once and watched a gnome charge this torrent in classic and it is Amazing. It's a gnome with noggin fogger. So it was like literally a two centimeter gnome charging this big beefy, you know, torrent. Oh, it's great. It's great fun. Paladin. Blinded Knight's disorientate duration increased to eight hours to better correspond with the fact that I can't sleep until I feel your touch. No idea if this is a song reference. No idea about it at all. Repentance now forces an enemy to meditate and do hot yoga, incapacitating them for one minute and making them feel sore all over the next day. Yeah, honestly, I understand that. Rebuke can now only be cast after you've successfully uh, cast Buke on your enemy. Uh, no idea about this one. I think it's just a silly little one with the uh, interrupt for Paladins. Final Reckoning keeps being over being used over and over so we've changed its name to yet more reckoning very good i like this one final reckoning you take in pvp pve and it's just a massive sort of boom ability like it really does slap power infusion now exclusively targets uh, survival hunters for priests if no survival hunters are in your group power infusion is applied to a random friendly target and when power infusion randomly goes to the tank three times in a row you are now com um, confronted by the voice of Salatath whispering to you 
about ancient evils or something. Very good because everyone cries for a PI from the priest. So this one's very good. I do like this one. Rogue, obviously you've got the lockpick ability. Now correctly choose the nearest appropriate warlock. Sub-rogues uh, now have a cute little underwater boat that perfectly fits the sub lifestyle. Makes sense, it's a submarine. Loaded dice can now be properly unloaded for safe storage. Uh, co combat potency has been renamed Outlaw Potency. We're not sure how we, mi uh, how we missed this one. Relentless Blades have uh, been properly hydrating. Yeah, and exercising and are really starting to get their sleep schedule back on track. Well, good for Restless Blades. I'm glad, I'm glad for them. Uh, and they fixed the bug that caused Relentless Strikes to sometimes it inadvertently relent. Makes sense. All shamans uh, now go by shaman or shaman. Shamans is still correct. Incorrect, sorry. It really is, by the way. I can't stress this enough. But these are some of like the bigger ones that obviously people were looking towards. Another good one that I found as well is this. Thunderclap no longer requires the warrior to be dummy thick. Dummy thick being, you know, having big like arse cheeks and stuff. So Thunderclap makes sense. Yeah, it's just a little good one that I found quite funny. Uh, War Machine has finally stopped blaming itself for what happened to Tony. Uh, this is another Marvel, you know, hint and stuff. So obviously they like their Marvel stuff. But again, April Fool's things come and go. They do this every year. These are just some of my sort of favourite ones. But thank you all very much for listening as always. That's all we got time for. I do appreciate you checking out the uh, podcast. Uh, definitely go and check the social medias. They can be found at the website, www.pigandwhistletales.com. Again, thank you all very much for listening, and I will see you all in the next one. Go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.